We are back. Welcome to the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Herbert, and we are finally doing an episode. It's been four weeks uh, by the time you're listening to this. Uh, week five has began. We are uh, watching the Seattle uh, versus LA Rams game as we speak. Um, and to join me in this episode, I've got Cole Reha. What's going on, Reha? Oh, not too much. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing just fine. Uh, how's your fantasy teams doing? Not too bad, actually, for once. Going to make some money? I'm not going to say that because I know what will happen if I You're sound too confident. Yeah, we got a wood desk right here. Oh, he knocked his dick, everyone. Uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, and also, we've got Dalton Grove in the studio. What's going on, Dalton? What's up? Not a whole lot. Same question to you. How's your fantasy team doing? Uh, absolutely horrendous. You would have thought Kayla drafted my teams. Oh, oh do you Burn. want to shout out your girlfriend? Uh, shout out to Kayla for uh, say her last name. Kayla Shrek, soon to be Grove, for oh, <laughs> for kind of getting us back together. She kind of begged the question, "Why are we not doing an episode anymore?" And Jacob thought it was cool to pause on the episode sixty-nine. I wanted everyone to soak it in, but we got a good break, and now we're back. Yes, the band's and back together. That uh, does bring me to my next point. Um, we, we were going to do it by, like, every four weeks, I think. Uh, kind of just give a recap of what's happened so far. But uh, talked to Reha, talked to Dalton, talked to a couple other guys that have talked on the show. And we miss the listeners. We miss, well, we haven't stopped talking about football, but we've missed talking to each other about it, meeting up, having some beers, you know. So uh, I think we're going to go back to uh, doing an episode every week. So uh, expect more to come, uh, keep listening, and um, keep sharing with friends and family, you know. Um, the numbers aren't why we do it, but it uh, definitely is a little bit motivation. Um, but yeah, what about these uh, four weeks? I'll start with uh, you guys first off. Um, Dalton, you are a Chargers fan. They are leading the AFC. How does that feel? That feels amazing. It's I like to contribute it to the nuts that our new head coach has. He's a complete different play caller. Um, he actually uh, handles late game situations. Okay. Yeah. Um, they go forward on fourth down, which I ne- they never really did last week in their win against the Raiders. They had three trick plays in one game. So. I mean, that's something you would definitely not have seen from Anthony Lynn's coaching staff. And one Hunter Renfro fucked it up. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> that was wild. Uh, but, yeah, Chargers look good. What's the most surprising thing that you've seen from the Chargers? Um, really just their confidence. I mean, you think with a new coach coming in and bringing in a whole new system, you'd think they'd get kind of shuddery, especially considering you have a sophomore quarterback. But, I mean they go out there and they play like he's a veteran in the league so i mean that's probably been the most surprising thing for me and mike williams is playing like he's on a contract here which yeah, he is <laughs> uh reha you are a fan of the indianapolis colts Wolf. you are kind of on the opposite end of this uh <laughs> yeah I, I don't even want to talk about it really it's so bad your job on the podcast is to talk about it i know i will <laughs> Uh, what's been the most surprising for you about the Colts? Is it like the defense struggling, Carson Wentz not playing with the hype that there was this offseason? What do you think is the most surprising? I think for one, the defense. I mean, 
last year, like, I don't know what you thought, but I thought they looked pretty solid, kind of on the rise. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had their moments where things were a bit hairy, but... That's with every defense. Yeah, but, you know, like, a lot of young pieces and some key pieces, too, you know. Yeah. Derek Slender kind of leading that group, Force Buckner. But they just haven't found anything this year, and it's been kind of hard to watch. And then another thing is the injuries. So many fucking injuries. Yeah, and that doesn't help at all. Um, I mean, some bright spots. Um, Michael Pittman looks good. He's getting targets. He looks like he's the future number one wide receiver. Um, the two rookie edge rushers are playing like a decent part into that defense, even though it's not spectacular. Like, it's a good sign to see. Yeah, no, it is for sure. I think you know if we didn't have like all the injuries going on in camp, kind of the covid bug going around because i think a lot of players missed some time was mm-hmm. on the covid list or whatever the hell and then wentz and nelson and all those guys missing yes. time yeah wentz injury prone wentz that kind of has me worried who would have thought he had that foot <laughs> surgery two sprained ankles i'm sure there's other injuries i mean he's looked okay but i don't know i'm honestly not really not too confident in him right now this yeah. moment i don't know the future holds but right now just uh yeah, uh, and then I am a fan of the New England Patriots. Um, even though we are one and three, um, there's definitely hope. Defense is looking good. Mac Jones isn't making mistakes. Um, tight ends and weapons that we paid so much money for are doing shit. Uh, that's heartbreaking. Hey, Jacoby Myers though, he looks good. <laughs> the, yeah, he got a touchdown yet? The one guy that uh, we aren't paying any money, Jacoby Myers, going off. Uh, but yeah, I still have faith in the Patriots, even though one and three is pretty hard to beat. If only we had that week one win against the Dolphins, and I'd feel pretty good about our chances. Um, here, let's talk a little bit about the standings. Um, I'm going to go through the standings. Uh, give me your thoughts on the standings, and then pick one team to talk about. Does that sound like a good, good plan? Yeah, I like it. Sure. Going to leave one team out, but probably a team not worth mentioning then. All right, let's go with AFC West first. Chargers are uh, three and one, leading it with Raiders behind at three and one. Denver's three and one, and then Kansas City's two and two. Probably the toughest division in the AFC. Uh, Dalton, which team do you want to talk about? I want to talk about the biggest fluke of a three and one team there could possibly be, and that is the Broncos. Their schedule leading up to last week, when they actually faced competition. Their combined record of their opponents was 0-9. So they are uh, they are not near what some people think that they are. So I'm trying to think of their team or who they face. They face the Jets. Jacksonville, I think. Jacksonville. And then Oh, the Giants. Giants. Yep. And then Giants just got their first win last week, so Yeah. Um yeah, that stacks up. Nice. Yeah. I don't know, though. Teddy Bridgewater can be a good game manager. They got some weapons, good defense. But, yeah, you are right. Like, Ravens aren't, like, that titan of a team that, uh, I mean, Teddy Bridgewater did get hurt during that game, but still. And their defense isn't that astounding either. I mean, it's good, but, I mean, if they're if Denver has the offense most people think they do, they only put up one score on them. Yeah, that is very true. Yeah. Uh, what team do you want to talk about? Uh, I'll talk about the Raiders. So, as you all know from previous podcasts, I absolutely despise John Gruden. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But I kind of like what they're doing this year. 
still don't like Gruden, but kind of coming around to Carr. Yeah. You know, I, he has his moments, but I like him. Uh, big Darren Waller guy, too. Yeah. I like him. But I just kind of like what they're doing with the little weapons they have. Because they really don't have anyone. Yeah. I mean, Renfro's good, but how good is he really? I don't... And then Henry Ruggs and Brian Edwards being, like, deep targets. Yeah. Like, like Ruggs is kind of starting to I'm catch a little I'm just happy that Derek Carr's airing it out, you know? Well, like, yeah. That's, they need to utilize him way more because, I mean, Henry Ruggs is... That four two speed, you've got to get him out there and get even, him running. Even like design some plays where you give him some like carries or some trickery, like yeah. a little something, give you some, know. Give him some fucking end arounds or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think the only thing that's holding them back is the run game, though the Raiders, because I mean Jacobs been banged up and really hasn't looked too good when he does play. And I think Drake's been non-existent. And I think Peyton Barber got hurt last week. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But Kenyon Drake, they're paying him. I think he's the highest paid backup running back right now in the league. Yeah, getting like $9 million a year. Yeah, and I think he had one touch last week, maybe two touches. Yeah. So, he, I mean, he's really not even seeing the field too much. Yeah, I think he missed a blocking assignment, and Gruden's like, nope, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's rough. Um, and then I guess I'll talk about the Chiefs since you touched a little bit about the Chargers. Uh, Chiefs last in the division. Obviously, I don't think any of us are predicting it stays that way. Um, especially from the flukiest team <laughs> this year. Uh, but, no, I think Kansas City actually does have a defense problem. Um, granted, they've played uh, the Chargers, the Ravens, um, the Browns, and then... Eagles? Uh, Eagles, yes. And then they're playing the Bills this upcoming week, so that's not going to help their uh, stats. So I don't know if we've seen... Well, we definitely haven't seen the best of this defense, but I think Spagnolo could uh, get it together and... They've definitely had one of the harder starts to the season, schedule-wise. Yeah, and yeah. then they struggle with like quarterbacks that can run the ball, too. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's kind of has yeah, something to do with it. Frank Clark's not playing. They have Chris Jones playing DN, even though he's the most or one of the most dominant D-tackles in the league. Like, I don't know. I saw a tweet that said that the Chiefs have to score like 40-plus a game because their defense will not give up under like 20 a game. And it's so weird. Like, you'd think they'd be okay with, like, Matthews, Sneed. They drafted a linebacker uh, in the first round, I believe, the Missouri guy, Nick Bolton. Yeah. Sec- I think he's second-rounder. And they drafted oh, yeah. uh, Willie Gay in the second round last year. Mm, yeah. He was supposed to be decent. He did but... well last year, though. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think Chiefs will turn it around eventually. I think it will be uh, just the Chargers and Chiefs battling it out. If Chargers can win that next one. Oh, we got the hard one out of the way. Got the one at Arrowhead, so. Yeah, that's a huge thing, too, for Herbert, just mm-hmm. going there and winning. All right, let's talk a little bit. Before, before you go on, we should, like, as you say, you've said the record now, and now let's think ahead to the end of the season. How do we think it's going to finish, standing-wise, in that division? Okay, I'm going to go Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Denver. I will be about the same. I'll say Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. Yeah, I'll probably go the same as you. As me? Yeah. Okay. But I think, like, playoff-wise, I see the Chargers definitely getting in mm. wild-card spot. You know, I think they're a talented team. Yeah, I agree. I even think the Raiders might even get into a wild-card yeah, spot. I do think the Raiders are going to, like, screw up a lot of things, though, because they're going to, like, lose to dog shit teams, but then they're going to upset people and... 
It's going to be a mess. Very inconsistent. Yep. Yeah. Uh, AFC North, Cincinnati Bengals are leading the division at 3-1, and one, <laughs> just like we all predicted, everyone. Uh, Baltimore is 3-1 and one at second place, Cleveland 3-1, and one, and then Pittsburgh 1-3. and um, Reha, do you want to take one of these teams? Uh, yeah, I'll take the Bengals. Okay. That's all right. Yeah, go for it. Pretty surprising, I think. It's kind of you got to be excited if you're a Bengals fan. I mean, I don't know any Bengals fans, but <laughs> what's the most surprising thing about? I, I think it's just how Joe Burrow's playing. Because I saw he's like only the third or fourth quarterback ever, second year quarterback to throw two plus touchdown passes in his first four starts or whatever. Yeah, in their second year. So I mean, they got to be happy with him. Then you got to be happy with Jamar Chase. I mean, there's a lot of controversy about him in camp about how he's dropping balls and didn't look good. Yeah, I kind of feel bad how much shit we gave the Bengals. That might have been the right choice, especially all the rumors coming out that Sewell sucks. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't you got to be excited about that. There's a lot of young weapons there. I was going to say, like, the defense. Defense, surprisingly, like, last year was a dumpster fire. This year, like, very – but it also might have been because Joe Burrow got hurt. So, like, you have backup quarterback play, and then they're putting the defense into bad situations. Um, but, yeah, the defense is definitely a surprise this year. Um, anything else to add to the Bengals? No, I just think if Joe Mixon can stay healthy, you know, I mean, look for them to contend for a playoff spot, I think. Joe Mixon and T. Higgins both yeah. are kind of battling injuries. But I think Higgins is playing this week. Who are they playing? The Bengals. Um, Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, next up, Dalton. Which team do you want to talk about? Um, I'll go ahead and take the. All right, talk a little bit about the Browns. Three and one. I think that they're they've been so inconsistent on offense, like just over the past few years. But I mean, their defense is really what is seeming to get them through games now, which is not something they used to rely on. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they used to just talk about the defense, say, "Oh well, Miles Garrett's all right." I hope these other guys are all right. And, okay, now back to offense. Yeah. Now you can actually spend some time talking about their defense because they have good pieces and they're starting to put it together. Yeah. Uh, whatever happened to Clowney? Like, I saw he got hurt last game. I haven't heard, seen yeah, a report. I haven't seen much more. Must be okay then? I would assume so. But. Yeah. But, yeah, secondaries. I haven't heard much of uh, John Johnson, which was their, like, big, big free agency pickup. But Denzel Ward's, like, the Newsom's playing Newsom, right? Mm-hmm. They said he's playing really well. Yeah, I haven't seen Grant or heard of uh, Grant Delpit either. I haven't watched a lot of uh, Browns games. No. Then you got Baker. They said today he's playing with a torn labrum right now mm-hmm. and his non-throwing shoulder. Yeah. What a hard ass! You gotta fucking love it. But on offense, though, they have the best one-two punch in all of football with Kareem and Nick Chubb. So. Oh, no. oh, I thought you were gonna say Odell and like Rashad Higgins. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> They actually play astronomically worse with Odell, I think. Yeah, I agree completely. I think it's just because, I don't know if it's the stigma around how Odell used to be during his controversy in New York when he was always getting upset on the sidelines, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like he just really tries to get him his targets and get him his share of balls. Like pressure, I think, when Odell plays. I do think it was that way sophomore year. Um, after watching like last week's game against Minnesota, 
Odell is creating a lot of separation. Like, he looks as good as he ever has with Cleveland, and this could be, like, uh, Baker's injury and stuff, but Baker was missing a lot of throws to him, too. Like, OBJ should have had a bigger game than what he had. Not saying, like, he would have went for 100 and a touchdown, but I almost... I think maybe uh, Baker is kind of, like, improving and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, these targets that are going to OBJ is because OBJ is getting a little bit better, too, yeah. as, like, a as a Brown. I think, like, initially they had – they added all these pieces at once, so there's a lot of pressure. So they had Jarvis, Odell, mm-hmm. I mean, the two running backs. I think it was just kind of like, yeah, how do you utilize everyone? I totally agree with Dalton's point. Like, uh, at the beginning it was, like, just getting Odell the targets yeah. and stuff. But now I think Odell is kind of getting his separation and stuff and reverting back to what he was in New York. And now Baker's got the torn labrum, so he's missing these throws or – He's just off. I don't know. Uh, the team I'm going to go with, I got Baltimore and Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Uh, Big Ben fucking sucks. Uh, shout out Bob Bolton. Uh, now, uh, well, he does suck, yes. Um, but, yeah, defense doesn't look all that intimidating. Um, Green Bay kind of beat up on it. Bengals fucking beat up on it. Um yeah, I mean, T.J. Watt, uh, Watt is uh, kind of injured, but it almost... I haven't seen much of uh, Melvin Ingram on the other side of the ball, but it almost seems like they are missing, like, that... Bud Dupree. Yeah, you know, guy. I figured Ingram would have, you know... Fit him perfectly. I guess Dalton, you'd probably know more about Ingram. He's injury-prone. Yeah. yeah. And then on offense, holy shit. Uh, Najee Harris looks good. I think he's going to be a stud for a while if uh, if they can, if you get someone to block for him. Yeah, the line <laughs> looks like shit. Like, and Big Ben doesn't have any time, I guess. But even when he does, like, his arm looks weak. He's shot. There's uh, no excuse to with the but, weapons he has. Oh, for sure. Chase Claypool's a fucking stud. Deontay Johnson's going off when healthy. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, I think, had like a catch last week for six yards, and he lo- looks pretty good when you're like you're watching the replays and he's open. Um, yeah, give they, Dwayne Haskins a chance. Dwayne Haskins, fuck, even bring in Duck Hodges. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fucking uh, Tomlin, I think he, in an interview recently he goes, they're talking about Rudolph. He goes, Rudolph could play good football. I still have a lot of confidence in him. Oh no, nah. I'm like you got to give up on that guy. Yeah, no oh, shit. I'd rather have Dwayne Haskins go out there and fucking at least show us something. Yeah. Um, maybe makes Pittsburgh a little bit more exciting to watch because right now I don't give a shit about that football team. No, and I, I like some of the guys on there. Just I don't want to watch their football. Yeah, preseason I was kind of I've always disliked Pittsburgh, but I was kind of excited. My, the weapons they have. But. Might as well go to the Stuart Wildcats JV game and <laughs> go team. <laughs> All right. These are high schoolers, Jacob. Uh, anything you guys want to say Baltimore before we move on? Uh, how do we think they'll end the year in that division? Um, I think they get a wild card spot. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, uh, no. Uh, I think it will go Cleveland, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I would. I could see Cincy and Pittsburgh kind of one of those. I could see Pittsburgh maybe figuring something out. And Cincy kind of having a slump, but I think Pittsburgh's done. But uh, I'm also kind of in between with Cleveland and Baltimore because Cleveland's kind of looked inconsistent on offense, like you said, Dalton. Um, 
All right, let's go to uh, AFC South. Did you need to get up? No. Okay. Uh, AFC South. Tennessee, 2-2. Two and two. Houston, 1-3. and three. Indianapolis, 1-3. and three. And Jacksonville, 0-4. Oh uh, is this the new AFC East? Worst division in the AFC? I don't know. <laughs> might be. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll go first. Um, the team I want to talk about is the... No one's talking about them. Let's go with the Houston Texans. All right. I want to say this right now. I kind of have uh, respect for Coley, the head coach. Uh, won his first game, although it was against Jacksonville. I totally favored Jacksonville in that game. I was like, there's no fucking shot. Uh, came out, got a win in his first game as a head coach. Um, and then Tyrod Taylor gets hurt. you got to go with Davis Mills. Guess what? Davis Mills, I think his first start was against Carolina on the Thursday night game. Um, didn't look terrible. All right, and then they played the Bills, and then I don't even know who they played last week. Uh, but I think there is like he, he's he, he's put in a terrible situation. Yeah. Uh, Watson, uh, Tyrod Taylor getting hurt. Uh, the lack of draft picks they had last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think even Laramie Tunsil might be out or something. Um, I think there's still sight in this team, and I respect it. I remember we were laughing about them hiring that guy, but, I mean, they must have hired him for a reason. Yeah. Cool. I, I don't know. I think Texans, I, I said it at the beginning of the offseason, they are going to be the worst team. Like, Jacksonville will get more wins. Jets will get more wins. Detroit will get more wins. I don't think that anymore. Houston will probably be around, like, fifth worst. But, hey, it's a big culture change not to – have people in your building and then like not completely suck. Yeah. You know? So I good think, for them. I think they will end up being the worst. I am not on the same page. I think once Tyrod Taylor gets back, um they have like at least some decent weapons. Um I don't know. I respect that the fight that they have. I think like maybe a Detroit team has better, but I don't know. If you you said to me right now, who's gonna have a worse rec- record? Texans or Jacksonville? I'm going to say Jacksonville has a worse record because they are in shambles. Um, Rhea, what's your team you want to talk about? I'll talk about Jacksonville. All right. So we knew coming into the year they obviously weren't going to be good yet, but there was a lot of excitement. Getting Lawrence, you hire Urban Meyer, a lot of young players. Travis Etienne. Yeah. Etienne. Etienne. Then he gets hurt. Um... Lawrence has not looked very good. I know he's a rookie quarterback. He's putting up some numbers, but... Might break Peyton's record. Most interceptions. He might. I'm just... I kind of expected more, I Mm -hmm. guess, is what I'll say. And I don't think Urban has a grip of that team. Yeah, I mean... He's definitely on a short leash now after the controversy that came out last weekend. Yeah, what did you say about it, Dalton? His stinky fingers. (laughs) (laughs) But then they're doing shit. So, like, they draft C.J. Henderson a couple years ago with the ninth overall pick. Great pick. Yeah. Has some promise. Obviously struggled, but all young corners struggle. Especially when you're put in that number one corner position. Yes. They go around and trade him for a third-round pick and fucking... Dan Arnold. Yes. What are they doing? I mean, there's probably more behind the scenes, but on paper that looks horrible. Yeah. Like, that's a move that should never be made because corners, they're so hard to find. You Mm. got a young one with all the potential. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think... 
And then uh, at the beginning of the year, they're giving Carlos Hyde more touches than James Robinson. And you're like, Jesus Christ, Urban Meyer doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Well, everyone says Urban Meyer's a recruiter. That's how he's still good in college. Mm-hmm. He'd recruit all the guys. They don't know how much offensive coordinator does offense, defensive yep. coordinator does defense, and I don't even know if he's a fucking game manager. I don't know, and he can't be a recruiter in the NFL. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. More about that situation. He, uh, so I kind of told you about it before, but so that bar that he was at, Urban Meyer, that is his bar and grill. While he's up under taking a snap from the woman mm-hmm. there's a picture on the wall behind them that has him and his wife if that's not irony I don't know what is <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just rough that is rough they, he's lost complete and total respect of that locker room I think he's lost respect yeah. from the whole football community if I was a bet man I'm saying he's out after this year yeah, I'll have a question about that uh, later in the podcast. Um, and then Dalton, what's the team? I mean, we kind of touched on the Colts. You want to go Tennessee? Sure. Um, we all have AFC teams. Yeah, we do. Yeah. What's uh, what's Tennessee's record? Two and two. Two and two. Lost to the Jets last week. Oh, yeah, Oof. that was fucking rough. Um, yeah, I did not see that one coming, but... Give it to Zach Wilson. He did play a pretty good game, but not enough of him. Um, the Titans, I don't know. Their offense just isn't clicking this year like it. Like you would have thought. Yeah, you would You would think with adding Julio Jones and some of the other pieces that they got that they would be better, but it looks like they've only gotten worse. Yeah, especially like week one, they got obliterated by the Cardinals. A little... Do we know like that's the last undefeated team? So maybe fair, um, but then like a or you think AJ Brown and Julio Jones? Hey, let's sit them for this Jets game. We don't need them. All right, we still got our uh, big workhorse who I think still got like 150 something rushing yards, um, but they still lose, and it's because that defense is dog shit, and I don't know what's happening with them. Yeah, what's impressive to me is Henry's still doing what he's doing because I'm pretty sure they had like. Three starting offensive linemen out of injuries. Yeah. And not um, to mention Julio and A.J. Brown of injuries, not playing. Yeah, what was that uh, left? Or Taylor Lewan is out. Roger Staffel's hurt. Mm-hmm. I love Taylor Lewan. I do too. <laughs> Dude, just. So is Chandler Jones, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, give me him every week. Uh, that's one thing that we missed uh, during this. Chandler Jones had, what, five sacks? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think Miles Garrett almost. Got five sacks yeah, he uh, four and a half. against the Bears. Wild shit. Yeah, but Lauren messaged or tweet, tweeted to him after the game. He's like, I'm going to give it to you. You completely own my ass in that game. Hey, you uh, owe me money at the end of the year because you fucked over my bonus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all, right, all right, Dalton, what do you think the ending standings will be in the AFC South? Oh, shit. Just a dumpster fire. Um... I'm going to still go with Tennessee on top. Yep. And then let's go ahead and follow it with, God. I don't want to say the Colts, but I'm going to, just because I think that they could, with, if, I think at any given point, Carson Wentz could go down and it would be, boo. Maybe Jacob Eason's an upgrade. Goodbye season. But 
I mean, with him still in there, it's, I think they're second. And then third, I'm going to give to Jacksonville. Um, and then f- we'll go Texans fourth. I wouldn't be surprised if the Texans won, like, more game all season. I know, but, I mean, hasn't Jacksonville already had their easy schedule? They've gone up against Houston and uh, Bengals and Denver. I can't even remember who else. Denver. Um, all right, I'm going to go Tennessee, Colts, Houston, Jacksonville. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go the same as you. Jacksonville. Houston, Jacksonville's close for me, but it is. Yeah, I was just trying to measure those two. Like, yeah, but yeah, uh, Tennessee's definitely number one for me. I think eventually they'll put it together, especially if they get healthy. That team's the new NFC East. That fucking division sucks. Yeah, I think earlier I said AFC East. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the AFC East. Uh, Buffalo's leading it with three and one, and then you got Miami one and three, New England one and three, New York Jets one and three. So that's on paper. That division seems like it should be way better than those records. Yeah, and I thought like at the beginning of the season, I did say Bills will win the division and stuff, but I don't think it will be such a runaway as it was last year. Um, they're proving me wrong. Um, do you mind if I go first again? Yep, go ahead. All right, I'm going to go with Miami. Um, I had a lot of hopes for Miami. One, Tua getting hurt doesn't help that. But also, like, you look at the weapons. Like, I think uh, Jalen Waddle's having a pretty good season for being a rookie. Um, but Devontae Parker, Will Fuller can't stay healthy. Imagine that. Uh, Mike Gusecki <laughs> is uh, inconsistent. And then Miles Gaskin is just shitting a brick. Like, he's letting Malcolm Brown, who is the vulture king, and then Shabbat Ahmed. I don't know if that's his first name. Sound right. Uh, <laughs> uh, just take his job. Um, O-line's playing terrible. The, even the defense isn't even playing up to uh, Brian Flores' standards uh, like we thought in the offseason. Um, I don't have much hope for Miami right now. Like I don't even think Tua coming back will help it. Um, and we talked a little bit about the Chargers. Is Miami taking Tua over Herbert? Whew. The next like big draft thing, like taking Darko Milicic over uh, Dwayne Wade or something. Mitch over Deshaun and Pat. Yeah, for real. Like, which Deshaun might not be so bad. <laughs> I I don't know. I need to see more from Tua, I guess. But right now, it's not looking good in Miami, and I am not expecting big things. Um, Dalton. Would you like? I talked a little bit about the Patriots. You guys want to touch up any more on that, or should we pick Jets and Buffalo to talk about? Yeah, it's fine with me. Okay, I'll do the Jets. I'll leave you with the easy one. Oh, the Jets. Um, they're still the same team that they were last year. They're awful, and Zach Wilson through the first three weeks was just as awful as the Jets are. Last week, though, I mean, albeit Titans weren't fully healthy, but, I mean, he looked pretty good against them. So, I mean, if it comes down to it, if Zach Wilson continues to play that way all year, I could see him winding up with the Rookie of the Year award. But, I mean, right now, as I say it, Mac Jones has it. Yeah. I think with the Jets, like, it's obviously just a classic rebuild. 
I, mean, I know they've been bad, but they really tore it apart this year. They got rid of Jamal Adams, Sam Darnold. Yeah, you know. and they've had more rookies take snaps than any other team in the league by a lot, which obviously you're going to get the results you're getting with that. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks terrible right now, but I think for the long haul, I do it's a th- good thing. I do think uh, the head coach is going to be successful in New York. Um, but, yeah, with how that building was when he first walked in, it's going to take a while. Yeah. Uh, did you have something to add? Well, they never they never waited out long enough to see, though. I mean, they don't give these head coaches enough time to rebuild that shit organization. So they kick them out after two seasons or whatever. And yeah. Say, well, you didn't turn it around. See ya. <laughs> yeah, that just marks a bad organization. And then eventually you got to look at the GM and owner. Um, all right, you want to talk a little bit about the Bills? Yeah, there's not much to say about the Bills. Um, they lost. There's not any flaws. Week one to the Pittsburgh Steelers. They did. Is that a fluke? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's not many flaws if you look at them. Besides, I think the running back situation. Uh, Moss has looked pretty good the last couple weeks, but healthy scratch week one. Yeah, it's just kind of. I think they need to find a guy. You know, if they want to continue the success. Fingers I know crossed for Singletary. Yeah. <laughs> That'll help my fantasy team. Because they're throwing a lot. I mean, they throw more than anyone else, I think. Yeah. Offense. But I think eventually we're going to have to find a run game. Manuel Sanders looks good. He's catching, <laughs> he's catching touchdown passes. I uh, Stephon Diggs is kind of boomer bust, too. Like, And so is Cole Beasley. Like, Even uh, Dawson Knox, he's this year's Robert Tunyon. For real. Yeah, he is. Um what what does he have now? Like four touchdowns? Yeah, yeah he had two touch. He had one two touchdown game and then a couple other games of a touchdown. That's wild. And defense is crazy good. I think they've had two shutouts already. Texans and Miami. Yeah, and they've uh, that's almost unheard of. They've held every team they've played number one wide receiver to under fifty yards. I think this year. Mm-hmm. Think they keep that going against Tyreek? Uh, I think this year, this week's the week. <laughs> I but I mean, if Tyreek doesn't break a long one though, then maybe. Uh, yeah. Tyreek didn't have much against the Chargers. It was uh, Travis Kelsey had like over a hundred receiving yards though. Well, if Derwin James would do his job. <laughs> uh, all right, Dalton, give me the standings of how you think it's going to turn out. Uh, Bills, and then this is where it gets hard between two and three. Um, I still like Miami. You son of a bitch. But I'm going to go ahead and say Patriots. I take back everything I said. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, and the goddamn Jets. I agree with that. You're in the same boat, Reha? Yep. All right. Sounds good. Um, That was hard to do because I do like Miami, and I think that if – they flip places with the Patriots. I wouldn't be surprised, mm-hmm. but I just think right now, as it stands, I just think that it's Patriots a playoff team. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't think so. Um, we're gonna take a quick break. Get Dalton off the show. Uh, just kidding. Uh, but we'll be right back with the NFC division standings. Uh, talking about Dalton's underwear during the break. Uh, we're back now. Uh, got our cigarettes out and uh, ready to start the podcast. Um, so, yeah, let's get into uh, NFC division standings. Um, NFC West. We've got Arizona. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I was thinking we should really have, like, an intro in there or something, like, in between the breaks. 
because when you're listening on the podcast, it just goes from us talking to us talking, and it sounds like no time is <laughs> like just have silence through the air. You need like a little jingle, like a little yeah. song or something. Yeah, start the episode and then coming back. Do you guys know guitar? And then to finish, or you can just do record Joe saying, "And we're back." Yeah. Ooh, but I do like that. You can have some like, you can have Joe recorded some beats in the background. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and like I, a lead up to it, so then Joe's the drop. Yeah, I do like that. Get fucking Grant on the drums or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that bonehead. Uh, yeah, twink a guitar, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yes, we are back. Sorry. Um, NFC West. Let's do Arizona 4-0 leading uh, only last undefeated team. Uh, LA Rams 3-1. and Seattle 2-2. Two and two. San Francisco 2-2. Two and two. Uh, LA Rams and Seattle could swap by the time that you're hearing this, depending on if Rams win or Seattle wins. Um, I'm going to go first on this one. I want to talk about San Francisco. Let's start with that. Um, Alright, so they just had an injury. Jimmy G playing pretty well. Um, but Jimmy G's most likely out for week 5. It's still a toss-up, I think. Um, but Trey Lance will be taking his first start um, in week five. Hopefully that's the case uh, by the time you're hearing this. Uh, I think Trey Lance could be good, but also they're playing Arizona, which makes me think that this is a game where, like Justin Fields, could just be in total onslaught. Like, he's getting fucking sacked nine times. Um, it's not an ideal start. No. Oh, and then uh, let's talk a little bit about the running backs. Uh, That's kind of Mostert's out. Elijah Mitchell's out. Uh, Trey Sermon and like Jamichael Hasty. People are taking snaps for him. Kyle Uzcheck's getting a lot of touches, which I like him taking uh, snaps at running back. I do too. Like he's super good and underutilized. Even though like in uh, Shanahan's offense, like he is damn good. Um, George Kittle's not playing very well. Debo's going off. Brandon Ayuk has been like in the doghouse. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think about the San Francisco offense? I'm kind of in shambles about it because I think it could be very good, but yeah. also Put like... Put him in a different fucking division. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Because I think Shanahan's brilliant coach. It's just the injuries and then the division like Dalton said. Yeah, and they've had a couple... Injuries in their secondary, too. Secondary doesn't look that great. D-line still getting some pressure and stuff. Red Warner's doing his thing, you know. Um, but there's only so much a couple guys can do when you got to... I mean, you could have that, um, like, maybe front five send pressure. But as that secondary doesn't hold up, you're going to get scored on a lot. And it's not like a high-scoring offense, you know. It's one where... You hold the team to, like, maybe 20 points, and that team can score 21 points, you know? Yeah. It seems like a more... They're we, definitely a time-of-possession team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, last week they lost to Seattle. Seattle got out to a big lead, and you're like, that's basically over, you know? Like, they're not going to score a bunch of points in the second half. Uh, Debo had, like, a 76-yard touchdown run. <coughs> uh, but, yeah. Um, Dalton, what's the team you want to touch up on? Uh, let's go with, shoot, let's go with the Rams. Alright, talk a little bit about the Rams. I, I don't know if Arizona is quite as good as 
I mean, I I know that they're good, but I don't know if they're top in the NFL. I think that given a rematch, I think it might be different next time they meet. Rams and Cardinals, I think the Rams could pull it out. But I don't know. Just seeing the Rams play right now, I mean, they're holding pretty well against the Seahawks. I don't know what the score is, but... Um, yeah, I mean, Matthew Stafford was playing great, still not getting the recognition that he ever got, so um, it's probably normal for him. But, I mean, he's got a, he's in a bigger market now, so that probably helps him out. Um, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Um, the steal of all fantasies. Yeah. No shit for now. Robert Woods is having a pretty good game tonight so far. Um, so, yeah, that team is uh, Tyler Higby. Van he, Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Uh, Daryl Henderson's put in work. I mean, that that team is dangerous. They have a lot of weapons, albeit not all of them are top-notch, but they still have quite a bit of weapons. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> Rose from the ashes. Um, Reha, which one do you want to talk about, Arizona or Seattle? I'll do Arizona. All right. What a surprise, am I right? Yeah, I... I I was expecting a jump with some of the additions that they made, especially like in their wide receiving core. I definitely didn't expect Kyler Murray to pop off like this. Like he's playing great football. Well, yeah, that's how I've been, what I've been thinking. And even like O line's playing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And that defense, you know, they're it's kind of a unique defense. I really like it a lot. Very yeah. Uh, diverse. Yeah, they got a lot of versatile players that can play like different positions. And I mean, I don't even really know what they're running right now for. A defense formation. I know they're a three-four team, mm-hmm. but it's pretty fun to watch. I think. Yeah, and I mean we touched a little bit about it. Uh, Chandler Joe's went for like five sacks the first game. Uh, Kyler Murray not even really doing it with his legs. Like he is just one game. It's like Christian Kirk. The other, it's Rondell Moore. AJ Green had a touchdown last week, yeah. and then you always got to account for DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, crazy. He's the last one I mentioned. Like. Yeah. Wild. It's not good for fantasy owners with their weapons, but you mm-hmm. know each guy has their week. Like yeah. Rondale had that week where was it against the Vikings? Yep. He really popped off. How about but AJ Green though. Yeah, he's That's another crazy. guy that kind of rose from the ashes. I think he him. might be the most consistent wide receiver on that team, and that's insane. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, Amazing what putting him with a good quarterback does. Uh, give me one sentence to describe Seattle. Oh, <laughs> good, but not that good. Um, I don't like Pete Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> Let Russell Wilson feast. All right, that should do it for the Seattle one. <laughs> do, you, do you think that they will get rid of Pete Carroll? I think it's. I think it's about his time. They just need to figure something out. Once he has a heart attack on the field. (laughs) It's just, he's old, too. He's, like, the oldest coach in the NFL, I think. Yeah, he's one of the older ones I know. But there's their run, like, their whole situation with the running game. I saw him tonight for the first time in a while. Pete Carroll looks freaking rough. Looks Mm. like Tom Coughlin. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, they don't have the line to do it anymore. No, it's just, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird, they got weapons, but it's just a weird offense to me this year. Mm. I don't know why I can't put my thumb to it, but yeah, they, I I really can't predict anything they're about to do. Like some offenses, I'm like he's gonna get the ball or he's gonna um, be the one that they go to. Not this offense. 
Um, can't tell whether it's Metcalf or Lockett that's about to go off. Um, let's get into the uh, NFC North. This one's a very interesting one. Green Bay is leading 3-1. Bears 2-2. Two and two. Minnesota 1-3. and three. And Detroit 0-4. Oh uh, Riha, would you like to pick the first team? Before we go further, how would we think that last division is going to fare? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good call. Um, hmm. I am going to go Rams number one. Arizona, Seattle, San Francisco. I'm going to say the exact same. I don't think the Cardinals will keep it up all season. I almost wish all four of these teams could make the postseason, though. It, it, I mean, I'm they at. could, but it's almost impossible to do that. Yeah. I'm the same as you guys. I San Francisco's my favorite, though, in the division, but it's so good. I mean, they're not going to... Yeah. I think, like, what the distinction is, like, the top three ones do have their quarterback set. Yeah. Their studs. Jimmy G. I mean, if Trey Lance is the Patrick, new Patrick Mahomes, then, I mean, next week's episode, we could be talking a different story, you know? Yeah, we could be. You think uh, Debo keeps up these numbers? Because he's on pace to put up some fucking. For sure not. <laughs> I think eventually, like, George Kittle will get going if he stays healthy. Um,. I don't know what the fuck's up with Brandon Ayuk, but maybe he gets going eventually. Because in the offseason, we're like, Brandon Ayuk's the number one wide receiver. Something changed, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, NFC North. Yes. Uh, which team did you want to talk about? Um, oh, I'll go to the Lions. All right. Talk a little bit about uh, Dan Campbell. So, obviously, they're pretty bad, mm-hmm. but they've kind of impressed me a little bit, I think. Um, DeAndre Swift's having a breakout year. Mm-hmm. He's really starting to go off. He's going to win a lot of fantasy managers, a league, hopefully. Yeah. But, I don't know, it's a young team, shitty defense. Very I kinda shitty like, defense. I just kind of like what they're doing, the direction it's headed. I like Dan Campbell. Uh, he might not be the most, like, X's and O's type of coach, but I think he's the right guy to get in there for maybe a rebuild. He gets the people going. <laughs> he does. Goff, though, I don't know. Coming into the year, I'm like, I don't think Goff's going to do too bad. I thought he kind of, oh, they're kind of hard on him, you know, in L.A. But, eh. See, I might kind of be the opposite. I'm kind of, like, more impressed with Goff. He does check down to his uh, running backs and tight ends a lot. But you've seen him, like, he's not making too many mistakes and he's kind of airing it out to these no-name guys like Quintez Cephas and um, uh, who's that other dude that kind of went off? Um, St. Brown? Or is that a... That is um, something worst core in the NFL. Something Raymond. Um, he's, that, do, he's doing more than what I thought he That did. is a good point because he is really throwing to no one receiving-wise. Mm-hmm. He's got Hawkins and Swift, but those receivers are yeah, not good. It's it's not great. Uh, Dalton, what team do you want to talk about? Minnesota, Chicago, or Green Bay? Uh, let's talk about Chicago. All right, let's do it. Ciao, Twink. Yeah. Well, Twink, you're going to hate me after this. <laughs> uh, Matt Nagy needs to be kicked from the helm. He is awful, and he finally made the right call and made Justin Fields the starter. Mm-hmm. Andy Dalton has no nothing more to offer that team. Not only that, he gave up play calling too. I think 
So, I mean, he did it against Detroit, so who fucking knows how that turned out. But <laughs> Yeah, well, after giving up play calling, there's only one more step to kick him out of the door. So Yeah, he's he, he is my new Adam Gase. We will make fun of him until he gets the fuck out of there. <laughs> Can we go back to Mitch? Is Mitch really that bad? Took him to the playoffs. Is he the is next? Is he the next? Yep. Is he, he next Tannehill? He definitely could be. He played for uh, for the Bills in place of uh, Josh Allen when when that game got out of hand for against the Texans, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was still putting up pretty good numbers. He got a rushing touchdown. And so I mean, I think it just maybe we were giving him too much flack. That's that's what I'm thinking. I mean. I do think Justin Fields was the right call either way, yeah. but deserves another shot. MVP Mitch, let's get him down to Washington. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know if Washington is any better of a situation, but yeah. Send him to Indy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Chicago is kind of uh, – Allen Robinson hasn't been having a great season. Um, Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks got hurt on the defensive side, and it looks like Hicks might be not good. Um, is the 85 Bears gone, Dalton? Uh, that defense. Yeah, not under not under this uh, coaching staff. Yeah. When that defense was kicking, I said they have a two-year window to figure out their offense, and that's fucking gone. Yeah. yeah they, they first got Mack, I think yeah. it was that first year they looked real good. Yeah, Kyle Fuller's gone. Amos is gone. Um, soon, I think, or I think, like, Trevathan will be gone. They've gotten rid of some other guys. Leonard Floyd, he's gone. Roquan Smith's probably approaching a contract. Yeah. Extension, which he'll get extended, but... Yeah, he's, he's going to make big money. Big you gotta, money. you got to think of how good that defense was to bring them to 12 wins with Mitch Trubisky leading that team with freaking um, still the same head coach. So, I mean... That defense had to have been insane. Yeah, who was even running the ball that year? That was pre Montgomery. I mean, his Cohen was the backup, but then there was fucking was it Mike Davis. No, it wasn't Mike Davis. Who was running the ball? Reha, get on that while I uh, talk about the next team. I'm gonna go with Minnesota. I think Green Bay's like week one. I believe is a fluke. Can we all agree that? Yeah, that was not typical. Aaron Rodgers is looking good, not great, not MVP numbers, but um, I think they're still figuring it out, you know, and they've had a lot of injuries with Jair Alexander and um, David Bottiari, all that kind of stuff, so um, I still believe in Green Bay. Let's talk a little bit about Minnesota because they possibly could be 3-1 and one in this situation. They um, went – into overtime with the Bengals. They lost. You know, it was a tight game. Um, and then they missed a kick to beat Seattle, right? I think so. Seattle or... No, no. It was to uh, defeat the Cardinals. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, so, I mean, they were right there, too. I think this is um, maybe even the best 1-3 and three team out there. Um, Kirk Cousin, through three weeks, has looked amazing. Last week didn't look as good. Um, Justin Jefferson looks great. Adam Thielen is performing better than I thought he was. I thought age might be getting to him. Dalvin Cook got hurt, but I mean Alexander Madison looks like a pretty good uh, backup. I think 
defense still struggling quite a bit, but I think they they have their moments where they're making plays and stuff. So yeah, I do think Minnesota by the end of the year will be in contention for a playoff. Yeah. It's guaranteeing the, they'll get a playoff spot. But Anthony Barr's coming back too, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. huge. Um, that Bears running back Jordan Howard. Mm-hmm. No, of course. How did we miss that yeah, one? I know. That's what I was thinking. That old fucking... But that was also his last year in Chicago. So, I mean, at that point, he was basically splitting reps with Trey Cohen. Coincidence? Possibly. Was Jordan Howard the driving factor of that Bears team? Bringing that motherfucker back. (laughs) Where's he at Um, now? uh, I think he was on the Eagles for a little bit, but he might have been cut. Mm. Um, All right, Dalton, how do you think that... NFC North will play out. Uh, gonna be crazy here. I'm gonna say Vikings, Packers, Bears, Lions. Wow. All right. You're all in for the Vikings. I just think that they look a lot better than they have in years past. I don't know why that is because, I mean, they still have basically the same weapons, but at Justin Jefferson. So I think it's KJ Osborne. He's playing. <laughs> he's, he's playing actually. Pretty dang good for, isn't he a rookie? Rookie and a no name. Like, yeah, I he's know. playing a slot, right? Yeah. He's looking good. Uh, what about you, Reha? You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go with Dalton. Same order. You guys are crazy. I'm going Packers, Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit. I can see it. I can see it too that way, but I don't know. I just. Vikings have lived in the shadow of the Packers in that division for a long time, and I'd like to see him get out of it. And I I used to not like Kirk Cousins, but I don't know. He's growing on me. Can you say that uh, living in the shadows but in Bane's voice? <laughs> in the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, the NFC South. Uh, I can't fucking do Bane's voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay is leading at 3-1 and one with Carolina Panthers right behind him at 3-1. and one. Uh, Saints are two and two, and Atlanta's one and three. Uh, Riha, you want to take a team on this one? Um, let's do Saints. Yeah, it's kind of a tough one. Most unremarkable. <laughs> I then you figure something out, obviously. Um, there's I plays. mean, what's the problem? Like, uh, offense obviously isn't like doing that great, but then defense gives up a bunch of. Points to Daniel Jones and the Giants, which makes no sense because the defense, like the week previous, played out their ass. Mm-hmm. Like they looked like kind of that Saints defense that was really good a few years ago. You know, yeah, or that just beat up on the Packers week one. Yeah, that too. I don't know. I like. So is that coaching or personnel? That's what I'm wondering. There's a play where Jameis threw a touchdown, and got called back. The next play, they threw Taysom Hill in there and threw a fucking. I think he threw a pick. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he held he, it forever, and then yeah, like you just gotta stick stick to Jameis. I know Taysom like has his place because he's kind of that gadget player, and Sean Payton has a boner for him. He does. I just think they're trying to do too much. I think you just gotta let Jameis cook. Yeah. He might throw a few picks here and there, but yeah. Like, last week, Alvin Kamara had zero targets. You cannot like have your best offensive player, especially like maybe if Michael Thomas was in the lineup. Okay. Like, if it was going Michael Thomas's way. But you can't have your best offensive player not involved in the passing game, too. Especially when he thrives off of 
those targets. Oh, for sure. He's slippery. He can make cornerbacks miss. Like, That's what gets his run game going, too, is him getting all his catches because then they got to think about, you know. Yeah, for sure. Play actions and. I don't know. It's just. Some, obviously, Drew Brees isn't there, so we're not going to get the same offense like we've seen before, but something I, needs to change. Yeah, I do think when Michael Thomas comes back, we might be in for surprise. I think it might, because he's still pretty young. Great player. You know, I think there might be something there when he comes back, if he can get back the way he was. Yeah, I got my roommates yelling, so if you can hear it on the podcast, I'm sorry. Uh, Rob Burlmeyer is a loud dude. But we love him. <laughs> All right, Dalton, you want to pick a team? Oh, shoot. Let's go with the Panthers. All right, I like that one. I really like the Panthers this year. Their defense is surprising. Their offense seems pretty rejuvenated with Sam Darnold and DJ Moore. Are you rooting for Sam Darnold now? I think he fleeced the shit out of the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> I just th- I don't know. I think... I, I like the, I like the Panthers. I think they looked really good against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, Without McCaffrey, yeah, they had a, that dynamic o- offense that Cowboys have. They kept them pretty well in check for the most part. But I mean, yeah. goddamn, DJ Moore looks good. He does. He looks so good. And I still like Robbie Anderson's been slumping, but mm-hmm. I still think he'll. Figure it out. He any given week for Robbie Anderson for real. Yeah, because what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and then uh, Carolina just got Stephon Gilmore. Um, yeah, they Let's got CJ Henderson. Let's talk about that secondary. Yeah. once everyone's healthy. Uh, all right, so J.C. Horn goes out with injury uh, last week. Um, they have Jeremy Chin. Uh, they just traded for C.J. Henderson for a third rounder and Dan Arnold. Fuck you, Dan Arnold. We're getting a number nine overall pick like two years ago. And then they traded for Stephon Gilmore with a six-round pick. He's still on the pup list, uh, but by after week six, he should be able to go. Dante Jackson still. Dante Jackson. I mean, he's a young guy that's absolute freak athlete. Yeah, and and, still really high on. And they just got a young D-line. I mean, that... Matt Rule is doing it right. Yeah, he's taking the bargains in the trading deal. He's making the right draft picks. I had a whole draft of just defensive picks, and he, it shows. And then he took a bargain with Sam Darnold. He gave him a shot, and it's paying off. Like, yeah, like the D-line, uh, was it Derek Brown they drafted, a D-tackle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got him, and the, who's the D-in they have? Um, they have uh, Mo- Motos or something um, from Penn State. Um Oh, Brian Burns. Yeah, Brian Burns. I mean, that's going to be a freaking great D-line, like, into this year and next year, years coming. Is this one of the quickest turnarounds we've seen from an okay franchise to, like, Carolina? They look like a playoff team. I kind of like it. I wouldn't say that they're there yet. I still think that their offense definitely needs to work. But McCaffrey might be coming back this week, too. Yeah. But, and I'm not sure Sam Darnold's the fix to that. We don't want to hear those negative words on this podcast. But I I love the direction they're headed, and they're fun to watch, too. That defense flies around. They make make plays, so. Jeremy Chin's amazing. He is good. I love what Rule said. Like, they traded for Gilmore, and he goes, basically, I don't know what he said, but he basically said, well, fuck a rebuild. If we're going to win, then let's fucking do it. For a six-round pick. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Then he's going to, like, 
Gilmore's going to mentor all those guys. It's going to be a great scenario, I think. Um, I'm going to take Atlanta on this one because I think we all know what Tampa Bay is, too. Yeah. Um, Atlanta, 1-3, and three, not looking so hot. Uh I mean, the basically only productive offensive player is court offensive player is Cordell Patterson, who's just fucking going off, and it pisses me off. I was gonna say they did a thing that half the NFL teams couldn't figure out how to use Cordell Patterson. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> He's, He's been a, on like every team. He was a wide receiver for a, the first like chunk of his career, and, and one of the best returners. And how and how they transformed him into this. I won't say amazing running back, but it's a gadget. Top, top tier running back, I would think. So, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and it blows my mind. Like, um, I can't remember who they. Pl- oh, they played Washington um, this past week. Cordell just goes fucking on a route, goes behind the defense. They're like, oh, he's fast. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Um, sorry, I'm a Mike Davis owner. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but Calvin Ridley has severely disappointed everyone. Um, I still think he has it in him to be a number one wide receiver. They say it's there. They say he's getting separation. It's Matt. Good. Uh, Falcons uh, have a terrible O line, and I don't think they're letting uh, Matt Ryan carry the ball. Sorry, guys, we're laughing. My roommate. I don't know what the fuck they're he's doing. A tangent. Yeah. Um. He, he's not getting a lot of time, so I think he's checking down to those running backs, Cordell Patterson, Mike Davis. Apparently not fucking Kyle Pitts because he's not being very good either. Uh, defense is in array, and then we obviously know that that defense is dog shit. Like During the draft, we talked about him as a generational talent. He's done absolutely nothing but show us the opposite. I do think tight end is a harder thing to come by in the NFL. Like We haven't seen a very good... Or, Really, any like rookie rookie tight end breakouts? Um, like it took George Kittle a couple of years, took T.J. Hawkinson, Noah Fant, um, lost a couple. I mean, Fryermuth, I guess, is the best one so far. Um, yeah, it's not looking good for the Falcons, and I expect them to be high in the draft order and to pick. A top quarterback option. I was going to say, you think they're going to move on from Ryan? Start they have the rebuild. They have to. Maybe even trade Ridley. I don't know about trading Ridley. I mean, for the start of the rebuild. Yeah, I would, honestly. Why Ridley? Because by the time they get rebuilt, right. he's going to be old. I mean, might as well get picks for him now. Maybe. I don't know. I don't. Eh, eh. I don't know. We were talking the same thing about Ridley. When he came out of college, he was generational talent and. He could still have it in him. He could have a little Julio in him. Not a locker room joke. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, how would you rank the um, AFC or NFC South, Dalton? Uh, Buccaneers, Carolina, mm. and then shoot. We'll go. Falcons in New Orleans left. In New Orleans last. Okay. Uh, what about you, Riha? I'm going to go Bucks. Then I'm going to go New Orleans. Carolina Falcons. I think I'm going to go with you. I think there's too many playmakers on the Saints for them to still look kind of sluggish. I just think they're ass. 
<laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, and then let's get to our last team, um, the or last division, um, the NFC East. Uh, leading that division is Dallas at three and one, Washington two and two, Philadelphia at one and three, and then the Giants at one and three. Uh, Dalton, you get your first pick. Let's go Washington. Um, kind of impressed with how Taylor Heineke's played. I mean, that's definitely not the person that we assumed was going to be in the role, like, at the helm. But, I mean, he's not doing a horrible job at it. I mean, come from, where'd he come from, the XFL? Or no? Yeah. Canadian um, League? I don't know. He's XFL. He's backup XFL quarterback. Yeah. And now he's starting a 500-team NFL roster, so... How disappointed have you been in Washington's defense? Like, a lot of people oh. are thinking that'd be a top three defense. They're just getting scored on yeah. nonstop. I think part of it has to be because they know their offense isn't going to put up that many points, and I think they kind of give up sometimes. But, I mean, Chase Young hasn't really impressed all that much this year. Montez Sweat, I mean, none of those guys look like they like deserve to be a top five defense. Yeah, and... Ooh. A lot of people would say they're the top, or they're the first, like, or the, they're the best uh, defensive line. Yeah. And, yeah. No. I thought they had a pretty good secondary coming into the year. They drafted Jamin Davis, wide receiver, or linebacker from Kentucky. But things were going to be pretty good, and it has not. Ron Rivera is like a defensive coach, right? Yep. Yeah, it's. I don't know if it's just like a slump, start the year, or they'll figure it out eventually. It's not like they're facing like dynamic offenses either, though. Yeah. They played the Chargers week one. They they uh, did pretty good against the Chargers, but I think Chargers had like quite game. a quite a few uh, uh, touchdowns called back in that game. Yeah. Their D-line didn't do great in that game. Their cornerbacks actually did decent. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know who they played after that. Who they play after that? Uh, they played the Cowboys, right? No. They played the Giants. They played the Falcons. I mean, those aren't like incredible. They gave up teams. like 34 points to the Falcons, and the Falcons' offense is dog shit. Yeah. So, I mean, that defense, I feel like, like I said, I just feel like they're giving up almost. Yeah. Uh, what team would you like to talk about, Reha? Um, I'll go Giants. All right. Uh, kind of a tough one to talk about. But Daniel Jones, you think he's the guy? He's looking like it this year. He looks pretty good. I know. That's he's using his legs, you know. He's uh, utilizing his uh, weapons, especially with, like, Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard's out. Kenny Galladay. Tony had, like, eight catches last yeah. week. I just – I don't – I can't wrap my head around it because stats are there. The weapons are obviously there. I mean, he's got a lot of weapons. I mean, he's got four. And then they're one and three, though. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Barkley, like, he's not been great, but he's hasn't been as bad. You he know, keeps like he, improving every Yeah, time. yeah. Like, he started the year pretty bad, but. He's I mean, coming back into the form that we know him as. Yeah. Thank God. It's like, they're kind of one of the teams I think could catch some fire, maybe. Because I think Jones is playing too good not to, and the weapons are too good. Mm-hmm. I guess it just depends how the defense does. I know Martinez is out for the year now, which I never thought he's that great of a linebacker, but. No. He's their leader, I guess. Yeah. So I guess it just depends how the defense does. But I think the offense is there and it's really coming around. 
Yeah. Um, I'll talk a little bit about Dallas. Um, Dallas, surprisingly, um, obviously week one, they were super pass-heavy. Like, And you got to be to beat Tampa Bay, I think, especially with all their injuries and stuff. Surprisingly been quite a running team the past three weeks. Um, Zeke's been going off. Tony Pollard's had like a significant role. And you've kind of seen like Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb's numbers go down. Somehow Dalton Schultz is like killing it still. Um, and then the Dallas's defense, although they gave up all those points to Bucks first Thursday night game, I think they are really they've got some playmakers. They're underrated. Uh, obviously Travon Diggs is a star in the making. I honestly think so. Michael Parsons can move all around the field. Like, I think Dallas could be a Super Bowl contender. Boom. I, I won't disagree with you on that. They, Defense and, is super underrated. Super underrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think they have the best one-two punch outside of at running back outside of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. I think Tony Pollard is way, way... He could start on, on any number of teams. You're kind of disrespecting Tevin Coleman and uh, <coughs> Michael Carter, but go ahead. <laughs> I just think that they are really good, and they were, and they actually play them pretty well together. I mean, they don't, like, divvy up one one week and one the next. They keep them pretty well even, and they still... If one of them gets going, they'll ride the hot hand, but... They've both been going. Yeah, I mean, they've both have been... Have both of them, like, recorded a game with, like, over 80 yards together? Yeah, Pollard's been, like... He's had over 50 total yards every week, I think. Mm -hmm. He's been pretty steady. And then Zeke just had a bad week one, and then... Yeah. The past three weeks. I give a lot of credit to Kellen Moore. Yeah. Offensive coordinator. He's done a great job, I think. He should have got head coaching. Yeah. That place, not Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I will never understand the Mike McCarthy hire, but... It's because he stayed over at Jerry's house. They cuddle up in the same sleeping bag. <laughs> um, all right, what do you think? Or, and then I guess we should talk a little bit about Philly. Uh, give one sentence to describe Philadelphia. Mm. Honestly, I have no idea. That's my sentence. They're very, they're very mysterious. I'll yeah, say yeah, that. yeah. I was gonna say like hard to you know gauge. It's just I can't tell like what's there. Their defense is ass, then they're good. Their their passing game can be complete and total dog shit, and then they can throw it all over the field. Jalen Rager and, <laughs> and Miles Sanders only gets two carries in a game. Yeah, and like yeah, Hurts yeah, looks really good at times, and other times it's like, what are we doing here? I'll, yeah, I'll say I'll say basically what you guys are saying. Like, has potential. There are players on this team that have the they, potential. They had a chance to beat the Chiefs. They mm-hmm. they they could have. I mean, they were. I mean, that's the team to throw it all over. That's for sure. I mean, they don't have defenders, and Devontae Smith had a damn good game. Yeah. Um, all right. Just to uh, wrap up these uh, week last four weeks um i'm gonna ask you guys awards who uh you think should win them after the first four weeks obviously in the future doesn't matter just say if the award was given out today who would get it all right and you can say like who's close or anything like that get it 
Yep. Got it. Good. Good. All right. MVP. I think it should be pretty well unanimous. It's the only 4-0 team, Kyler Murray. I was the same way. Yep, Kyler Murray. I think I think Matthew Stafford's been playing hell of, like, really, really well. Um, but, I mean, Kyler Murray, what he's doing is unmatched. Yep. Yeah. I have Murray written down, and then I had Stafford and Josh Allen as, like, close. And Dak. Well, I think Mahomes is obviously always going to be in there, too. I know. Nope. Not saying his name. <laughs> um, you're the same way, yeah, Kyler Murray. Kyler, yeah. Anyone else you guys want to throw out there, like it's a close second or something? You said Stafford. Yeah, I'm going to say Stafford, Allen, Mahomes, Dak. Kind of. Yeah, Justin Herbert, whatever. Uh, defense player of the year. No, not Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, defensive player of the year. That's kind of a tough one because nobody has really like, stood out and stayed consistent. I'll go with mine first. I can go with mine too. Uh, I had Trevon Diggs. I did too. Nice. Um, Trevon Diggs was my first one. Then I had Chandler Jones and Miles Garrett. Very, very uh, close second. Very close. It's hard for a cornerback to get it and keep it all year, but Trevon Diggs has been amazing. You agree with everything I said? Yep. All right, Dalton. You know, shoot. I'd probably say Trevon Diggs, too. Dude has five picks in four games. That's yeah. insane. I mean, yeah, through this point in the season, I, I would assume that's who you'd have to give it to. Yeah. All right, let's go with Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, how about you start, Reha? Uh, I know it's quarterback-driven, but I'm going to go Jamar Chase right now. I also had Jamar Chase. Um, who would you, like, talk a little bit about him, but then... Give me your, like, second place. Well, I think coming out, everyone was high on him, but then he had all that speculation of how bad he was in camp. But I mean, Drops. Yeah. yeah, but touch, the touchdowns are crazy. I know he didn't have a touchdown last week, but he still put up pretty good numbers. I mean, he had, what, 80 or 90-some yards, mm-hmm. quite a few catches. So I think him, number one, and then two, I'd have to say, like, Mac Jones. Uh, maybe one of these other rookie quarterbacks will start popping off with Lance and Fields. Yeah. Depending on the situations. Uh, Dalton. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'm going to say Mac Jones, and then a close second, Jamar Chase, and then after that, probably like Devontae Smith. And if Zach Wilson can keep up with he's doing, what he's doing, then I would say him too. But. I had Jamar Chase. I also wrote down Trevor Lawrence. Like, I know he doesn't look good, but he's still, like, putting up decent stats. Uh, Najee Harris. Um not great fucking rushing numbers, but he's getting quite a few catches. He's like the one bright spot on that offense, but... He gets a shitload of touches in the game, though. <laughs> and then I also had uh, Devontae Smith, so... Yeah. What a good year for rookie offensive players, though. And there's a lot of guys that... Could have been better. <laughs> yeah. There's not really a, run- a quarterback that is, like, standing out, though, like in normal years. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's more like the receivers are yeah. outstanding. Like Waddle, even it's like putting up decent numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like last year it was Joe Burrow to start the year, and then Justin Herbert the rest of the year. Uh, year before that, like who was the year before that? Help me out with this one. Who was the first overall pick? Was it Kyler? Me. Fuck, I can't even. Was that the year? Yeah. Yeah. We'll come back to it. Dalton's looking it up. Uh, defensive Rookie of the Year, Reha. 
Parsons. Yep. Is there anyone even close? Just the fact, like, he plays linebacker one week, and then they line him up on the edge, and Lawrence went out and Mm -hmm. literally dominated on the edge, too. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, and he's making big plays. Uh, I wrote two guys down. Uh, Quiddy Pay is doing getting meaningful snaps with Indianapolis Colts. And then also uh, Adolph Awehe from uh, the, I don't know if that's how you say his name, the Ravens. Yeah. He's made quite a few, like, big plays. Yeah. Game-winning plays. So um, I wanted to add him into the mix just because he's been damn good. And uh, Sertain, too, I guess you could throw in there. I know. I wrote down, like, Sertain and Horn are hurt. They both played pretty good roles, but them hurt i didn't want to throw it in there uh dalton is your defensive rookie of the year michael parsons yes okay um it was kyler murray you see bosa second pick that year yep i don't know who the rest of the quarterbacks were in that group the kyler murray group yeah i can't remember was it that one's a hard one because the year before that then was baker and then you remember sam darnold josh allen josh rosen Lamar Jackson. A couple Saquon of those guys. was before that. He was the off uh, offensive rookie there. Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Um, all right, coach of the year, Dalton. I'm gonna have to give it to him, Brandon Staley. I don't. I'm know. biased. I don't know the way he's turned this team around from being a completely unconfident in late game situations and not being able to pull out these close games to leading them to a 3-1 and record and top in the AFC West and beating their rival the Chiefs at home. I mean, he's he's doing really damn well with that team. I'll go next. Uh, I have John Gruden. Uh, no. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just <laughs> Alright, you can leave. <laughs> uh, I have Cliff Kingsbury. Obviously, they're the last uh, undefeated team, which does it does help. Um, I think what they're doing defensively, offensively, it's genius. Um, they're putting up big points. They're having big defensive performances. Um, I do have Brandon Staley as my second place. Then you got Sean McDermott, uh, Sean McVay, and I did have John Gruden on this list. Like, I'm not putting him at number one, but hey, three and one. You got to think about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Ria? I got Cliff Kingsbury number one for sure. Uh, I have Brandon Staley second, and I have Matt Rule third. Matt Rule's a good one too. Yep, I should have had him on the list. That's a good call. Uh, comeback player of the year. Um, I'll go first. Um, Dak Prescott, like, yeah. dude, balling out and stuff. But I also have um, kind of down on the list Joe Burrow. He's playing really good football. McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. There's a lot of. People coming off of uh, injuries last year, they're playing good football. McCaffrey looks not as good, but still, still the best yeah. best back in the league. Uh, Saquon Barkley, you're starting to see why um, he was so good, and then Joe Burrow, why he's the number one pick. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to be a bust at all. No, I don't either. I like what he's doing. That 2019 draft class, by the way, was absolutely awful for quarterbacks. Yeah, dude, I, I had it pulled up. As oh my god, it's fucking. What cool. is it? It's uh, Kyler Murray, and then down at number six overall was Daniel Jones. Oh, Dwayne Haskins after that? Dwayne Haskins after that. After that, in the second round, Drew Locke. I mean, very unremarkable as far as that goes. But 
outside of that, it was a pretty good defensive draft. Uh, Nick Bosa, uh, Quinn Williams, uh, Devin White. Ed Oliver. Uh, yep. Ed Although Oliver, I don't think he's very good now. Josh Allen, the linebacker. Devin Bush, that draft class. Devin Bush. Devin White. Did he already say Devin White? Yep. Oh. Rashawn Gary. Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Give me the cornerbacks. Quarterbacks, I mean, I already kind of No, corner. Them. Oh, cornerbacks. Um, Was that C.J. Henderson? Henderson? Yeah, I think. Oh, and then uh, number four might have been uh, Jeff Okuda. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, this can't be But right. are we all in agreement that Dak Prescott is the comeback player of the year? Yeah, I'd agree. Then if you're going to throw like a defensive name out there, maybe like Daniel Hunter. Ooh, yeah, that's a nice he start, one. He's playing pretty well. Yeah, I like this, that. This can't be right. It says the first cornerback taken was with the 30th pick overall in DeAndre Baker. That that is right because twenty twenty was Akuda and Henderson. Oh, I it think. was la- oh, yeah. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Okay. Sorry, Dalton. Byron Murphy, Rocky Sin. Those are like the quarterbacks that went top. Byron Murphy's not bad. No, he's pretty good. Hmm. Rocky Sin though. Wolf. All right. Uh, you guys have anything to add? Any uh, storylines, um, surprises, anything like that for the first four weeks? No, I just think. Biggest surprise for me personally is the Cardinals so far. What's the biggest disappointment for you? Is it your Colts? Well, yeah, I gotta start with that. <laughs> okay. If you had to pick a different team? Um. I don't know. It's kind of hard to. Would it be like Dolphins, Tennessee? I was gonna say Dolphins or. Yeah, those two are good ones because, you know, Tennessee on paper looked like a legitimate team to contend for. You know, the whole conference, really. Yeah. What about your biggest surprise team? Is it Arizona Cardinals, or is it, like, Cincinnati at 3-1? and one, or? I'd say Cincinnati at 3-1 and one is pretty surprising. Um, but it's also really surprising that I didn't think that the Jags would still be this bad. <laughs> I mean, I thought, they, I thought they'd still be pretty bad this year, but I didn't know 0-4 was how they'd start. No. I'll say that. Yeah, you you are right. Um, who? What player has impressed you the most? Um, is it Kyler? Probably Kyler. Yeah. I mean, who's what? been the most disappointing? Oh shoot! Should I come back to you on that one? All right. Who's been the most surprising for you, Reha? You gotta go, Kyler. I think that mm-hmm. even like. Could say Stafford, I guess too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's not even that much surprising yeah. as it is. I mean, we've known what he is for a long time. People, I mean, he never was on a team to prove that. Yeah. Uh, who's been the most disappointing for you? Um, I would say like Wentz. <laughs> well, yeah, I would say Wentz, but he's been hurt. I mean, you can't. Now, I was going to say, like, A.J. Brown, Titans receivers, but they've been hurt, too. Mm, yeah. Oh, I was even, uh, before you even said that, I was thinking maybe, like, Ryan Tannehill. Like, yeah. You expected a yeah. big year out of him. Um, yeah. I don't know. Tua. Tua. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Is that yours? Yeah, I'll say that. All right. I'm going to go my... Mo- he's hurt now, but even before that, I mean, he wasn't doing astounding, so... Yeah. 
My most surprising one, I'm going to try and dip off on what you guys are saying. Not really a lot of surprise. Uh, disappointing, I guess you could say Hopkins. Oh, yeah. He really, besides week one, he hasn't done much at all. Surprising, I am going to go Dak Prescott. I didn't know how he was going to return to um, after his bad ankle injury and stuff. So I'm going to say he's the most surprising one. Um, and then disappointing. I had one in my head, and then I lost it. Anyone want to help me out here? For surprising? Yeah. Give me, like, a list of names. Or, uh, teams. I'm out. Alright, forget about it. Arizona, Dallas, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Rams, Carolina, Chargers, Cincinnati, Buffalo, uh, Tennessee, Raiders, Ravens. Ooh, maybe most surprising would be Derek Carr. I guess, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Alright, keep going for the disappointing one. (laughs) Uh, Denver... Um, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes has been kind of disappointing so far. It was an NFC team. Oh, God damn it! No, it wasn't that one. Most surprising was going to be Kirk Cousins. Ah, yeah. He's been playing. I didn't have it. I didn't have the most disappointing one. Uh, I'm going to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I hiked him up all off season. <laughs> um, I drafted so many Washington football team members, and um, <laughs> I mean, Heineke's not doing bad, but. God damn, that was disappointing. Um, that's going to do it for the rest of the show. Sorry the last minute was us listing teams. <laughs> I could not think. Um, like I said, uh, we are reviewing the last four weeks of the NFL, but I think we missed you guys. You know, we love talking about football, and we like, um, even if it's dumb shit, it's things you might already know, maybe you just like to listen to us in the car or stuff like that, but um, if you like someone else that likes football, likes uh, NFL, you know, um, share the podcast. Uh, I mean, we kind of do this just to create conversation, you know. We love talking uh, NFL football. So uh, keep listening to the show. Uh, we appreciate it. We're going to start doing it every other or every week. Um, and it's a great time to just sit down and talk some football with the bros um thank you guys for listening follow us on twitter instagram um grinder grinder yep uh (laughs) email us at the scoop and score at gmail.com with any questions or anything um oh and also by the way our podcast league is four weeks in and guess who's winning mckenna zanders I'm I'm like ninth place in that league. She's making me look a fool. Um, She's got a damn good team. She does have a damn good team. Um, If you can, send her like a DM and just cuss her out something. Get her morale down. Um, She beat me last week, and then she had the audacity to talk shit. I just took it. I took it. My team sucked. Uh, Thank you guys all for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks.